0: These are the stories of the 116, a podcast from the heart of the
1: First United Methodist Church in downtown Peoria, Illinois. This is where belief becomes action, and action brings hope. Here's your host, Greg Fish. And welcome back to another fun, fabulous edition of Stories from the 116. And today is uh, the first episode that happens during the big COVID nineteen uh, scare of twenty twenty. I don't know what that means, but uh, Kara Bashong is my uh, guest today. Kara, you are the uh, the children's guru for First United Methodist Church. Is that the is that the right title? Children's sure, I'll go guru. With guru. I like okay. it. Okay, all right. So th- as as we entered into, I, I hate to use the word crisis because that sounds kind of scary and overwhelming, but um, the COVID thing, the coral coronavirus thingy that's going on, Uh, it's it's taken over and it's created a lot of stress and tension. And as believers in Christ, we realize there's no need to succumb to fear, but we got to be smart. And God gives us a brain for a reason. So we've got to figure our way through it. So this is the first episode where we're going to deal with stories that evolve from our response to the virus. And we want to invite you to share these on social media because we hope that they'll be valuable beyond the ministry of First United Methodist Church. Uh, So be sure and share them. And also on your uh, uh, podcasting platform, be sure to like us to give us a good rating if you would as well say a few kind words that will help others to find our podcast. So Kara, something neat happened, I think, in the last week or so as as the uh, challenge came to you, okay, the kids will not be on the premises at the church and I, what was that like when you first, when that realization hit you that, oh my, it's being canceled?
0: Um, I'm not really sure. Um, it was definitely a time where it was like, well, kids aren't going to be here for a week. We can we can find something fun to do. And then when we realized they weren't going to be here for at least three weeks, we knew that we had to really come up with a way to keep them engaged and connected, um, not only with us, but with their families at home.
1: And by the way, I think it's probably important to say, too, that... W- It's kind of hard for us to be timely on a recorded podcast, and we recognize things are changing constantly. And we keep hearing that the government's going to ask us to do this, and then it becomes that. So we don't know for sure as of this recording how long we're going to have our facility locked down from the public and practicing you know social distancing. Um, But anyway, as as we look at, we're going to talk about. You know what is happening right now, but as we look ahead as well, I, I know you had something specific you can tell us about thinking about the Holy Week and Easter season, and what, what is that, Kara? What should we be we be thinking about there? As far as we we'll, we'll, we don't know yet if we're going to be closed yet. What what is the official statement on that at this time?
0: I think what it is is you know we're really hopeful that we're going to be back for Easter. Okay. Um But we do know that there is always a possibility that we won't be. And so we've already started brainstorming different alternatives and stuff like that. But again, we're really hopeful that we'll be back for Easter.
1: Very good. Okay. So we want to make sure people were clear about that, that we don't know how long this, and it's, I don't know if it's a mandated or requested lockdown, but whatever (laughs) it is that we're experiencing, how long that will last. So you started brainstorming some ideas initially. How can I get kids interactive? And I th- I, th- I love this because, first of all, you had, a, I, I think, some wonderful successes in okay. doing this. And so we thought these stories would be helpful to other people who are trying to figure out how do we keep our kids active, especially at this time now that they're um, uh, at home because of school closings and right. so forth. So first of all, tell us, what what was your initial approach to helping parents help their kids have spiritual activity during this time?
0: Yeah, so initially it was just, hey, they're, they're not going to be here over the weekend. So how can I get them the lesson that they were normally going to have? Mm -hmm. And, um, we work with a curriculum called orange and they were so wonderful and kind to go ahead and give us the videos, which we use, but aren't supposed to be broadcasted over social media. And so they have given us the okay to use those videos, um, as long as, um, the churches that aren't open. And so, um, what we ended up doing is we created a contest, um, and it was a fort building contest.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. And it was, it was so neat. So the kids were supposed to, um, they had two days to build a fort somewhere in their house using items from their home. And then they were supposed to lay inside the fort and watch (laughs) the video that they normally would have seen on Sunday morning. And then we also provided just a snippet of what the Sunday school lesson would have looked like, um, with an activity that the parents could do with the kids afterwards. Um, and it was, it was so neat. It was so fun because the pictures just kept being posted on Facebook of kids laying in their laying in their forts, watching the videos. And it wasn't just the kids in my age group, which is um, preschool through fifth grade, there were nursery kids in the picture, there were youth in the pictures, oh, there were yeah. a couple animals in the pictures. And it was just, <laughs> it was really neat um, to see families coming together. Um, and working, and then just the responses from the parents. What
1: what, what stories did you get from the parents about this activity?
0: Um, I got a lot of "Thank you so much for just providing something for us to do," um, and just people loved the idea of um, of being able to be creative together.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, in, in in responding to you and in posting these pictures, you soon begin to realize that this is a little bit bigger than just us at First United Methodist mm-hmm. because a lot of people are looking for this. So you are actually in the process, uh, and by the time people hear this, it may have actually already happened, <laughs> of making our Facebook group public. Mm-hmm. How how can we find that uh, page on Facebook?
0: So it's just titled Peoria First Kids. Mm-hmm. And so if you, you type in Peoria First Kids, and then you can like the page and and we'll be there. And so we've taken it a step further. Um, we're providing a midweek challenge as well as a weekend challenge. Um, and they'll be providing different stories, but just things for the kids to look forward to.
1: So what, what kind of challenges are you putting out there as, as of right now?
0: Yeah. Um, one of the challenges, so this up and coming weekend, it'll be posted soon is, um, So our theme is forgiveness. Okay. And so they're supposed to find words from, or items from their kitchen, Mm -hmm. um, and spell out the word forgiveness on the table. Oh, neat. Um, We also have up in our um, entryway a robot, and his name is Forgiving Freddy, and we're supposed to be putting things on Forgiving Freddy. So I took a picture of him and said, Forgiving Freddy needs a friend. And so another thing is they can make a, um, make a friend out of animal or out of animals, out of items from the house. Um, it can be big, it can be small and, um, send pictures and we'll take pictures and post them next to Freddie up there. So he's not lonely.
1: And let's just be clear. We don't want you to make friends out of items from your animal. It's just, uh, (laughs) (laughs) okay, very good. Okay. (laughs) I don't even know why I mentioned that, but I could just (laughs) see somebody out there thinking like me. So, uh, when people do this, we want them to post on Facebook and, and, and comment as well.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and share it with your friends and family. Now that we're going to go ahead and make it public, um, mm-hmm. let other people get involved in this. And as an extra incentive, we've also, um, we're doing drawings with it. And so instead of doing it every week, you get entries into it. And whenever we're back, so the first Sunday that we're back, so it could be in two weeks, it it could be longer. We don't know. We'll do a drawing um, for a grand prize in our Sunday school class.
1: So even if somebody doesn't attend First United Methodist Church, do you want them to feel free to post and interact with you as well?
0: Absolutely. And they'll be included in the drawing too. So okay. the the grand prize winner may not be from our church.
1: Okay. So Kara, a lot of families are facing this big question that I've got my kids at home and I wasn't expecting this. What is your approach? What is your thought about how is it, how is best to keep them active, not just uh, with with school stuff, but spiritually as well? How does a parent approach that?
0: Um, I think that it we need to always have prayer as a part of our lives, and mm-hmm. so um, as you're as you're doing different things, if you see the kids getting um, getting anxious, getting worried, you know, sitting down and praying with them, and just talking to them and being honest. But um, you know, we can always go go to the Bible, go to Scripture for different ways to um, to show that that God really is there for us through these Mm -hmm. times and that it doesn't have to be a time of fear. It can be a time of leaning into him and growing.
1: Have have any parents expressed their fears or concerns to you this time have you been hearing a lot of that
0: um from our group i've i've had a couple people that have said that their kids are a little bit anxious during this time um and there's a lot of stuff out there so i've shared some stuff on my own personal page um Mm -hmm. i've debated on sharing it on our church page but i haven't quite done it yet with different ways um for people to to be able to talk to their kids and be honest with their kids about about what's going on and so um orange that like i said the company we do um our Sunday school program through also has various podcasts on kind of anxiety and things Mm. like that, that they've been sharing. So I'm going to start sharing some of those as well.
1: How, how much should a parent tell their children about COVID-19?
0: I think each parent's going to have to decide that for themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's going to depend on how your child responds to things, um, personally, as my kids ask questions, I just, I answer it, but I haven't, I haven't made it a huge deal just because I don't want to blow it out of proportion in their minds. Sure, sure. So.
1: Do you have a feeling for how kids are responding? I mean, do you sense there's fear, anxiety, or are kids kind of like, hey, it's time off of school? What what, what kind of response are you getting? Um, I think
0: it's mixed. I really do. Um, Like I said, my kids... They, they're not as anxious about it. They do have some questions, but they're not as anxious about it. They're more like, why are my events being canceled? Why Mm -hmm. are things that I've been preparing for all year being canceled? And so it's kind of talking through some of those and using those lessons of, you know what, life isn't always fair. We don't always get what we want. Um, But there have been parents who have said that their kids are very anxious, that they're they're feeling kind of claustrophobic, confined in their homes and Mm -hmm. and things like that. So we're also looking with some of our challenges as how can we get the kids outside of the house or the families outside of the house without going to public places? So, you know, a scavenger hunt around the yard or, you know, just things we're thinking of.
1: And my mind kind of is starting to go to what if we have to do an electronic Easter egg hunt? Is that even possible? Can we do a a digital Easter egg hunt if we come down to that?
0: So we we have lots of ideas that we're we're putting out there. Someone threw out the idea of I don't I'm going to say this wrong geocaching caching caching yeah uh-huh. um and putting some Easter eggs out that way so families can kind of get out and about and and look but not be together. we thought about doing um, kind of like a scavenger hunt type thing. Um, but always making sure that as we do that, that we're, we're including, um, scriptural lesson in there, you know, the, the Easter story. But once again, hopefully that won't be something that we, we have to do, but we are thinking about it. Yeah. Sure.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, and, and that's, I guess, part of this question too is what, what do you see as being next as far as uh, where, where your brainstorming is going? If this should be an extended time of social distancing?
0: Um, I don't know that I'll, I'll, I'll change a whole lot from where we're, where I'm at right now mm-hmm. um, because parents are being inundated from the schools, from us, from their activities with all different things that they can be doing with the kids at home. Mm-hmm. So if we just keep giving them things to do, then they're gonna stop looking at any of them. Sure. But I think the focus right now is um, how can we just get the parents to be comfortable doing faith things in the home? And so whether it lasts for two weeks or for eight weeks or whatever, um, the hope is that the what they've learned will carry on forever.
1: So when the parents feedback to you about how this is going with their kids, mm-hmm. what types of responses are they giving to you?
0: I mean, I've only heard the positive responses. Sure. So, I mean, there you know, there are always people that um, aren't going to do the activities and that's totally okay. Mm-hmm. But those that have done it have just been excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, like I said, I've gotten a lot of thank yous of just Thank you for providing us a way to to get together and and worship together.
1: Because I'm kind of thinking, you know, after a while, our creativity kind of wanes, even for the most creative parent, Mm -hmm. and there are some pretty creative parents Mm -hmm. out there, and then some not so much, but uh, that must really be a big help to the kids. Have you discovered any other resources along the way that you could recommend to parents to help them with their kids through this time? Is there anything else out there you've ran across that said, hey, this is really good?
0: Um, I just think that there's so much out there that if you're on any type of social media, you are seeing all of the links. And Mm -hmm. so I, I really have taken the approach of, um, this is where we're at right now. And so let's just move forward with where we're at and what we're in. So I haven't done a lot of the research myself. Mm -hmm. Um, but as I see things, I just kind of pass them along.
1: Sure. And, you know, my mind goes back to this too, that I think in a sense, we're all kind of like children in this time, because this is something unprecedented. Uh I mean, I don't know that for most of our lifetimes, uh, I mean, I I read something today where somebody had a meme they shared about, we wanted this to be the roaring twenties. Well, guess what? (laughs) (laughs) You know, here here, spread a virus and, uh, yeah, all these good uh, stock market crashing, those Uh sorts of things. Um, probably, even though we're talking about children, in a sense, we're all kind of kids Mm -hmm. in this thing, aren't we? I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, parents are afraid a little bit. We're not sure what to expect. I think the good news in this, though, from what I'm hearing from legitimate sources, and there are so many, you know, quote, unquote, experts in social media. But it sounds like that for most of us, this is a very survivable virus. Mm -hmm. The problem is us passing it along to people who cannot survive the virus. So it's something that most of us shouldn't be afraid of, right. but we should do our best to make sure we are responsible citizens for each other. And, and, and I'm guessing that's something the kids are, are picking up on as well.
0: I I think so. Like I said, um, it's it's a matter of we're just supposed to be staying in our homes as much as we can and um, only going out when we, when we absolutely need something. And so I think the kids are experiencing that.
1: Fantastic. All right. Any other word you'd like to give to the parents out there uh, for this time from uh, the heart of a A person who does children's ministry all the time and who thinks about this all the time.
0: Um, Just you got this. You got this. Um, If you need help, reach out. We're all we're here. I'm here. Um, You can reach me through Facebook. You can find me on our church website. You can email me, and I'll help in any way that I can. You know, I'm willing to call and pray with the kids. Whatever is needed, but just know that you got this.
1: Good. Um, I thought that maybe in wrapping this up today, this is going to be a little bit shorter, but we realize a lot of parents don't have a lot of time to listen to these anyway. Maybe it would be good just to give people an update of where we are as a church as well, because we are really sending people to our website for Mm -hmm. updated information. So the front page of our website will have updated information, uh, Right now, since we are having to close for all of our worship services, those are all going to be broadcast online, like, for example, uh, our, as of the re- the recording of this program, the very first Lenten program has broadcast, and those will continue. Are you doing a Lenten program? Kara You're not watching it on wednesdays I'm, no I, I know you're watching I'm, oh. I'm sorry i know you we could never get you up there to speak at one of those oh we?
0: absolutely not no okay. not yet
1: <laughs> and in fact it's quite a coup that i got Kara on this broadcast even so thank you for overcoming your nerves to uh, spend welcome. some time with us but anyway yeah so the website's a good clearinghouse for that and we'll we'll do our best to also start updating the children's page with some more uh, vital information you'll be making that facebook page public but also go to the facebook page of our church mm-hmm for, uh, we'll also be putting all the videos there as well as updated news. Of course, we have the weekly e-highlights, and if you don't get that, uh, call the church and we can make sure you get signed up for that. Uh, In fact, right now we're trying to put them out just a little bit more often because of the the fast-breaking news that's coming out. So there's that as well. And then, of course, yeah, pick up a phone and give us a call. If you have a prayer request, we have uh, an excellent staff here. Our pastors are willing to you know, leave a message. They'll take your phone calls. You can leave a message for Kara mm-hmm. as well. She'll get back with you and uh, leave questions or comments on, on Facebook or uh, go to our webpage and go to our Connect page to send us a message as well. So we think that should keep people fairly well connected uh-huh. during this time of distance. And, and the neatest thing of all, of course, is we're, we're never socially distanced from the Father.
0: Absolutely. He's always Amen.
1: He's always near. Well, Kara, thank you so much for spending this time with us. And anytime you want to run back in here and do an update, the microphone is yours. Just let us know. Thank you. And thank you folks out there for joining us for another edition. I guess I didn't say this is episode six. We've okay. made it to episode six of Stories from the 116. And we appreciate having you all along with us. Be sure and like us and share us on social media, as well as give us a, a good rating, please, on your uh, local or the podcast provider you prefer, I should say, not your local, nothing's local anymore, (laughs) is it, on the podcast provider that you prefer. Thank you so very much for checking in with us on this edition of Stories from the 116.
0: You've been listening to the stories of the 116 from our studio at First United Methodist Church in downtown Peoria, Illinois. You can find the show notes or contact us with your questions and comments through our website at www.fumcpeoria.org.